Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I'm very thankful to be your host. We're in the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology, Editor Charles Pfeiffer. So much incredible information. And, you know, it is dated, but it doesn't negate the archaeological finds that were discovered. And uh, so often there's so many that are lost the next generation or two that it's actually extremely valuable to go into these old tomes and find fascinating things. I was reading some things from Jewish literature about Christians, the Minith, and uh, things like that from 1904, and it seems like the, this, these uh, theological journal articles, maybe Harvard Theological Journal, I can't remember, from 1904 were the uh, uh, latest, you know, that was the last time these subjects have been broached, so... That's pretty amazing. So we're looking at archaeology and biblical significance, archaeology and biblical significance. And we're on page 65. Let's get started. It's a great book put out by Hendrickson. Thankful they reprinted. I like the whole Wycliffe series. There's a Bible commentary series by Wycliffe and a uh, Bible dictionary as well. Maybe an encyclopedia. I can't remember. And I think they came like genealogically from uh, Old Southwestern, which Southwestern used to produce some phenomenal Bible help. So again, let's get started. That's not Southwestern Seminary, but, uh, or is that Southeastern, the Assembly of God? Yes, Southeastern. At times, non-biblical documents refer to important events which are not mentioned in the Bible. Thus, King Ahab was involved in a great battle against the Assyrians, along with 11 other kings, at Karkar in 853 B.C. So that's significant information. Jehu, king of Israel, became a vassal, vassal to Shalmaneser III of Assyria in 842 B.C., 11 short years later. Omri, king of Israel, conquered Moab at some time during the uh, 876 to 869 B.C., era see the moabite stone which is we've done multiple podcasts on the moabite stone fascinating sometimes the exact significance of a biblical event only becomes clear after other historical documents become available it's now clear that pharaoh Necho was on his way to help the assyrians rather to oppose them saint kings twenty three twenty nine, so that the hebrew proposition al in this verse should be translated alongside rather than against, and uh, not totally sure that's vindicated from history. One of the most important contributions of archaeology to our understanding of the Bible lies in the discovery of text in various Near Eastern languages, such as Hittite, Canaanite, South Arabic, Akkadian, Ugaritic, Hurrian, Sumerian, Egyptian, etc., all of which provide comparative material for the study of Old Testament text now possible to provide more accurate translations of a variety of Hebrew words and phrases. Thus, the word ed, translated mist in Genesis 2.6, means river in Sumerian or river god in Akkadian. The meaning river suits the Old Testament passage admirably. So, uh, I don't know that that's true either. <laughs> but you can see that it is significant. Um, but we're going to stop there and uh, just keep going in uh, along this line in this particular article. So thanks for being with us. Do check out our other podcast here on the channel. Subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. It helps people find us. 
and we'll talk with you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.